Hi, I'm Nicolette Araby. And I'm Ryan Brown. And this is Bison Insider. This was FCCLA Recruitment Week. If you are planning to be a part of this fantastic organization, make sure to turn your dues in today. If you are part of FCCLA, remember that Monday is the FCCLA Leadership Conference and Tuesday kicks off their canned food drive. FFA's Battle of the Gavel is scheduled for Monday. Be there to enjoy music, games, and slip and slide kickball. The fun starts at the Ag Shop at 6.30. Don't miss it. In other FFA activity next week, mark your calendar for the FFA College Day experience on Wednesday. Next week is homecoming. Be sure you are ready for dress-up days during homecoming week. Monday is monochrome Monday. Wear one color in different shades. Tuesday is anything but a backpack. Wednesday is twin day. Grab a partner and wear the same thing. Thursday is blast from the past. Dress up as your favorite decade. And Friday, finally, is bison pride. Wear all the purple and gold you can find. Other homecoming activities next week will include the community pep rally on Wednesday and the homecoming dance on Saturday. Listen here for more details. Next week is also six-week test week. Make sure you know what to study for and to take care of any M's in the gradebook. Mark your calendar for September 27th for See You at the Poll. Arguments over gun control have been going on for decades. On this day in 1966, President Lyndon B. Johnson urged Congress to implement gun control laws. He did this after a mass shooting at what school? Listen to On This Day later in the podcast for the answer. And now for sports. Hi, I'm Alencia Jackson. And I'm Billy Duncan. And here are this week's sports. Volleyball played Grosbeck here on Tuesday, with both the JV and varsity teams struggling against the strong Grosbeck teams. It was their second district matchup of the season, with district play starting last Friday at home against Mejia. The teams take on Teague tonight at Teague. Varsity starts at 4.30 with JV games following. The cross-country season has started with a meet in Cayuga on Wednesday. The JV boys took first place and the varsity girls took third. There were several individual medalists as well. How have practices been helping you prepare for the meet that you had? Well, we've been having them almost every day at 6 a.m. Saturdays and Sunday is really our only day off. And some people haven't been showing up, and that showed in their performance at the meet. They did not place very well, but I've been showing up to every single one, and that's why I got top 10. And uh, was it hard getting top 10 at this meet? Um, Yes. Like I said, I showed up to every practice. We ran at least four miles a day at each one and then I'm in a lot of different sports so I would immediately go to volleyball right after that practice so is it sometimes hard trying to juggle volleyball and cross country at the same time it is but it's manageable they mostly don't um, overlap most of the time okay well that's all I have thank you Genevieve Today, we're talking to quarterback Lucas Brown for the JV football team. Last night, the JV football team took on Teague in Buffalo with a hard-fought loss 30-8. to The varsity team plays in Teague tonight. Okay, so how do you like your position as quarterback? I like being quarterback because it is such a physically demanding and mentally demanding position on the field, and it's highly needed to make sure that everybody's doing right and making sure that the plays are going how they're supposed to, making sure the plays are happening at the right time, making sure everybody knows what the play is, and just making sure that everybody's doing their job 
and doing what's necessary to gain the first down or the win or the touchdown, whatever's needed. Was it a struggle getting the touchdown? Uh, thankfully, no, because our defense was able to put a great stop and force them to punt, and they made a bad snap, and the defense was able to give me great field position where all I had to worry about was just punching it in. How do you feel about the loss? I think that even though we did lose, that we played a great game, and we've seen improvement in both sides of the ball all year from the beginning of the year. And all we can do is learn to finish drives and continue getting better. Well, that's all I have, Lucas. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Next, on to Local Lore with Kaylin Sanchez. Tomorrow is the annual Buffalo Stampede. The day's events kick off with the color run at 7.30, followed by the parade at 9 a.m. And all-day events at the Expo Center, including a barbecue cook-off, a cornhole tournament, and a Saturday night concert. The Buffalo Stampede has been around for a couple of decades, and the city of Buffalo for much longer. The original town site was laid out in 1871 and 1872 in preparation for the coming of International and Great Northern Railroad. But did you know that our town is not the first Buffalo, Texas? The now defunct town of Buffalo was the first county seat of Henderson County and was established in the 1840s. When the Texas legislature reduced the size of the county in 1848, a new center was needed. This new town was called Centerville, but another reduction in 1850 caused Athens to be chosen as county seat and both Centerville and Buffalo became ghosts. Although both town names were reborn in Leon County. Listen next week for some more history on Buffalo and Leon County in our new Local Lore segment. Theater is currently working on their fall production, a comedy called The Red Velvet Cake War. The performance is scheduled for November. The story, which is set in rural Texas, follows three cousins as they attempt to throw a family reunion. Things spin hilariously out of control when a neighbor's pet devours everything edible, a one-eyed suitor shows up to declare his love, and a shocking high-stakes wager is made on who can bake the best red velvet cake. We talked to Brock Corbett about the show. Which character do you play? I play Cece Wendell. How do you feel about your character? I feel really good, and I think that she's a very dramatic and extra person. Okay, how do you think the show is going to go as a whole? Well, I think the show is going to go very good. And I'm really excited to put it out there and for people to see it. Okay, thank you, Brock. You're so welcome. We have several new learning opportunities on campus this year, one of which is the firefighter program. Taught by firefighter Robbie Betcher through Colleen Junior College, the program allows students to finish high school with college credits and a head start on the fire academy. Visited with Betcher about the program. A lot of people go through school they get out, kind of figure out what they want to do with their lives. When I came, when I went through high school, there was a lot of pressure to go to college. I spent a lot of time in college pursuing something I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And so, um, I think it's a good opportunity for kids to find out if the fire service is something they're interested in. Uh, if it is, it opens up a lot of opportunities, including um, free college. Uh, so, uh, even if even if somebody goes through the fire academy and they decide that they don't want to go into the fire service, it does open a door to where they can serve their community. Um, and at the same time, they could get college education out of it. Uh, kids that go through it will graduate high school with 23 college hours. So that's 
a big step forward in that direction. Um, so I think it's just a great opportunity. I know in a lot of big cities, there's a lot of schools that have been offering the high school fire academy for a while. Where I work, we have kids right out with us at the fire station that, that are doing this. And so I'm just excited that we can do that here in Buffalo. Next is This Day in History with Mason Ailes. On this day in 1966, U.S. President Lyndon Johnson urged Congress to adopt gun control legislation in the wake of Charles Whitman's sniper attack from UG's Texas Tower. Whitman shot and killed 15 people before being shot dead himself by an Austin police officer. On this day in 1963, a bomb exploded during Sunday morning services in the 16th Street Baptist Church in Birmingham, Alabama, killing four young girls. The church bombing was the third in Birmingham in 11 days after a federal order came down to integrate Alabama's school system. On this day in 1981, Sandra Day O'Connor was unanimously approved by the Senate Judiciary Committee to become the first female justice on the U.S. Supreme Court. On this day in 1984, Prince Harry of Wales, the younger son of Charles, Prince of Wales, and Diana, Princess of Wales, was born. If you're fascinated by the royals, check out our new conspiracy theory podcast, Beyond the Shallows. It releases on Monday, and we'll look at the theories behind the death of Princess Di. On this day in 1949, The Lone Ranger, originally a radio series, debuted on television with Clayton Moore as the renegade lawman and Jay Silverheels as Tonto. The phrase Hi-Ho Silver Away debuted and earned the show a spot in pop culture history. Want to see how much pop culture you know? Go to the Bison Beat online at bisonbeat.net to take our quiz. That's it for today's podcast. Get plenty of rest this weekend. Homecoming this week is going to be busy. Well, that's all we have for this week. Thank you for listening. This has been Nicolette and Ryan. See, see you, you next week. week.